0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Bobby's Bites is in honor of Herschel Ben Yaakov, that is Neshama Shav and Aliyah. Um, and yes, okay, so this week's parsha is Parsha's Vayera. And it we learn about how Abram would spread the name of Hashem. And he would do so methodically. He would, he had a plan, he would... Had had like a highway house where he would greet passers by in the desert, and he would offer them food, delicacies, wine, drink, everything they needed. And once uh, he was done, um, they they were done. I mean, he w- he would ask them to thank Hashem, and they would. And if they didn't agree, he said, "Okay, fine. So then pay what you owe," and it would be an exorbitant price, something crazy because. It's in the desert, after all. Where are you going to get all this cuisine? Where are you going to get all this food? Where are you going to find this? You, you, you wouldn't have this anywhere else. So obviously, it's, it's, it's priced accordingly. And once they saw the price that, that they had to pay, then, then, they would, then they would thank Hashem for the meal that they had. And the question is, but how, how is this happening? He, he, how is that allowed? He, he basically forced someone's hand to, to thank Hashem. So it's not really them who's thanking Hashem. Right is the fact that He made them because otherwise they didn't want to pay the price. And what the, what, what the rationale here is, is actually, it's not really like that. The fact is that they, did, that they did want to thank Hashem. So what, what do you mean? What do you mean they actually did want to thank Hashem? So there's a story with the Rebbe Roshab, that the Rebbe talks about in the sukkah about how somebody came in with, with, with a problem, and the Rebbe Rashab said, I can't help you. And then the person left, and they, they're crying, and they're, they're beside themselves. And at that point in time, they saw the Rebbe's brother, and the Rebbe's brother said, what's going on? And they told him the problem, and said, the Rebbe can't help me. So the, the Rebbe's brother walked in, said, how, how, how can't you help this person? He's crying bitterly. So he put on his garthal again, and he said, bring him back in. And then he gave him a bracha, and that, that was able to help him. And here the the point is that at the at the time when he walked in to the rubber shop, he wasn't able to receive a bracha. He wasn't able to to get any help. Why? Because he wasn't broken down to the point where he was able to to receive help and 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 to and to gain anything from the rubber shop. There's Lahavdil, a similar kind of. There's a movie called Good Will Hunting where there's this boy who's really good at. Sorry where there's The boy who's like incredibly intelligent, but he's an orphan, and so he's not really refined in character and the the person who's him the scholar the scholarship wants him to see a psychologist and so he sees he doesn't you know he's very like has a hard shell and doesn't let anyone in cause, you know and so he sees the this the the psychologist's picture and he starts ripping upon it and it really hurt the psychologist's feelings and then one day the the psychologist sits him down he said, you know, you, I thought about what you said about the painting. I sat up half the night thinking about what you said, but then I thought about something and I didn't think about you. It's like, you know what it was? He's like, it's the fact that you're just a kid. You don't know anything. You've read things. You've learned things, but you don't know a single thing about what, the, what, the, what they truly are. You might read about war, but you don't know what it's like to hold someone who's dying. You might read about love, but you've never loved somebody more than you loved yourself. And then he goes, do you think that just because I read Oliver Twist, which is a book about an orphan, that means that I know everything that it, that, that it means to know you, everything that you've been through, everything that, that is who you are? And at this point he says, no. And that was the breakthrough. That was when that was when the psychologist broke through to him, to be able to then start discussing who who he truly is and how he can get over his behavioral issues. And the same is true with respect to this. It's we all want to achieve something. We all want to be better than we are. We all want to acknowledge Hashem. But if we stand in our way, right? If we stand in our in our way, then we'll never we'll never get there. We'll never get to that higher self to 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 reaching our full potential. And that's where force comes in. That's where force comes in. When we're when we're reminded by how coarse we are. How coarse are you that you're 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 not willing to thank this person. You're not willing to thank the creator for this meal that you've gotten. Why? Because you think that you are better in some way that you that you're that you are, des- are greater than it is because in order to, in order for you to thank the creator in order for you to to thank somebody else for their help you have to realize that actually you couldn't have done it on your own. And actually, they're helping you, and that means that you are lacking in some way, and that means that. By you acknowledging that, that's humbling you, and that's breaking yourself down, your yeses, your ego, down to the point where now you can accept novel ideas, now you can accept new things in your life, and that allows you then to grow. And the truth is, we all want that. We all want that. But we stand as an obstacle to ourselves, to saying, no, I can't admit that, I can't, I, I can't admit that, that I needed this, cuisine, this food in the desert when I was starving and, and, and sweaty, I, I, I didn't need help. I could have done it on my own. But that's not true. That's narcissism. That's, that's being full of yourself. And that's when everyone comes in and says, like, okay, you want to do it yourself? You can do it yourself. I will give you the ability to do it yourself. And then when you realize it's like, well, you know, actually, that's kind of silly of me because. All I could do is just submit myself to something to to, to thanking somebody else, saying that there 's something greater than myself, and then i won 't have to pay this price i won 't have to make this cost this sacrifice the sacrifice of self and we you see this with people who would rather bear a burden they would rather take the hard road and white knuckle it and do everything themselves struggling so hard just to put up a front that their everything is okay why because they don't want anyone to know that they're not okay because they're too proud to ask for help and then they can't get help because no one knows they're struggling and maybe people do but they'll never admit it and then they'll never then they'll never get help in 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 the way that they need and so this is the same way as in Goodwill Hunting that I said that there was a facade that he was putting on because deeply inside there, there, there was issues that he had. He was an orphan. He was abandoned. He felt like he was unloved. And as a result, he projected this, 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 those feelings of dislike, of, of, of pain, of anguish outside. Right, so when someone offered him a hand, he said, "No, actually, not only don't I need this hand, but I actually can do it myself. And you're silly for even offering me a hand to help." But then, when but then, when he shows him the actual reality of it, of well, you actually don't know anything, and there there's an experience to life that you could learn by having someone help you, and the same assumptions you made are the same assumptions that people make about you, that keep you in your box. So, uh, maybe that was a bit tangential, but fundamentally, I think, the point that I'm bringing out here is, is that we all want to grow. We all want to acknowledge Hashem. We all want to be the best people we can be, and that is by, by virtue of submitting ourselves to a higher power, of submitting ourselves to, to the oneness of Hashem, because, because then we, we, we're thankful. We can receive help from other people. That's unity. Right now we're in the year of Hakko. To, when we can say, you know, somebody knows something more than, more, more than me. Or when, I can, when you can say, you know, thank you. Really thank you to another person. Or thank you to our child because you really recognize the kindness that you didn't do it yourself. Right? There's the story about how the person was late for the... For their, for their meeting, and they're trying to find a parking spot, you know. And it's like five minutes to the meeting, and there's no parking spot. And he's like, Hashem, listen, if I, if I'll give you 10% of Sadaka if I, if I, get, if I get, find a parking spot right now. And then no parking spot for, for then all of a sudden, like two minutes, he's like, please, I'll give you 50% of tzedakah. What? And then finally, he's like, I'll give everything to Sadaka, but just I need to find a parking spot. All of a sudden, he sees a parking spot. And he's like, sorry, sorry, Hashem, I, I already found one, so don't worry about it. Point is, it's like he rec- he's like this is my effort, this is what I did, but actually no, it's like God allowed this to happen. It could have well, it could have very well been the same that there wasn't a parking spot, and the same the same way that the the, the individual in the story is hard pressed to find a parking spot, and as a result, that crushed within him, this desire, to please Hashem. I, I, I'll give you anything. I just need this parking spot. I need to make it to this meeting. I need to do this. And it's only through your help because of that crushing that reveals the deep essence within him that says it's you, Hashem, who runs the world. Right? But when there's that yeshus that comes in, that blocks the, in, the individual's ability. That when the, when that, that narcissism, that egotism comes in, it blocks our ability to, to be thankful to see opportunities as opportunities, to be able to really fulfill ourselves and thank the people around us and receive help. So, Keshavah, Keshavah, that we should all get over ourselves and into ourselves by um, hopefully not paying a large bill, but by being able to be thankful and recognizing that it's Hashem who runs the world.